0: I think it's a lot about how to actually care for the ocean and like be in contact with it because it almost seems like it's this other planet. Mm. Like whenever there's things like tsunamis and things like new species come up and there's like, it's so vast for us to like really comprehend that sometimes we feel kind of disconnected to it. Hello, good people, and welcome to the second season of Sustain Me podcast, where we try to understand what sustainability really means and how we can move towards it in
1: our daily lives. Hello, good people. Um, Nice that you're back with us here. And today we're going to talk about ocean protection and the importance of it. Uh, But before we get started, Gimo, how are you feeling today?
2: I'm feeling um, good. Uh, thank you, Natalie. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling rather good. Um, it's, once again, uh, everything seems to be dependent on the weather in Malma. <laughs> Today's, <laughs> Today's weather is a bit uh, shady. It, it rains a bit and then it's the sun comes out, so you don't know what to feel. But all in all, I'm feeling generally good. So, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing, actually?
0: Um, I think I'm the same as you. Oh, yeah? And the weather is always so... It's so weird here living in Malmo, like yeah. you said. Like you wake up and then just hear the wind to that especially windy. Yes. And the uh, the rain and you're like uh <laughs> so but besides that, excited to be here. So mm. yeah,
1: Nat. Yeah, I'm a little bit tired to be honest. Um, but I'm happy to be here. Like that keeps me like running and my buddy is waking up and it's like, Okay, let's do something. Uh, I think that's important. Cool. OK, so, yeah, um, ocean <coughs> protection, uh, a topic that I'm really into. I'm uh, yeah, really into ocean protection as I love the ocean on my like travels. I mm. try to go somewhere where the ocean is still nice. And uh, yeah, but what are you guys thinking about it?
2: Well, I think it's obviously it contributes like a huge part in different people's uh, lives. Um, in South Africa, you have it's very much on the coast, so there's a lot of nice beaches and nice. The ocean is pretty accessible. Mm-hmm. So over time, like people, obviously we have to think about how we can make sure that we are not causing harm to these places that we frequent, uh, frequently visit. Mm-hmm. So I I I, uh, I have been thinking about it. Like lately, it does contribute like a huge part in people's like daily lives and what one can do to you know, try to mitigate the harm we cause the ocean. So obviously the main thing is like the plastic. Uh, Yeah, it's kind Mm -hmm. of hard, especially when you go to the, uh, to have picnics and stuff. You always seem to forget you're actually going to produce trash and you have to take it with you Mm -hmm. afterwards. So, yeah, that's, that's my, uh, Interaction with the ocean. (laughs) Mostly going to the beach, to
1: be honest. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's super important that people take their stuff with them. Like also not not necessarily on the ocean. Mm. Yeah, sure, on the ocean, but also on when you go to rivers or in nature in general, take your stuff with you. If you do a picnic, fine. Enjoy the surrounding, but also value it and don't leave it totally trashed. And I mean, if you know you're going to have trash, then just bring a bag. And also for for example, the smokers, it's really easy to just put the cigarette in the sand and no one will ever see it again. It's just gone. But a cigarette takes such a long time to yeah. decompose, uh, decompose yeah. exactly, yeah. up to 400 years. And one end of a cigarette um, makes like 50 liters of water, like toxic. So if you oh, think okay. about how many people are smoking on the beach and just leave their cigarette on the beach, oh. then it's it's horrible. I mean, if people want to smoke, fine, that's their decision. That's a total different topic. Hmm. But if people do that, then please take it with you. Yeah,
2: I think also like it, it's to signify its importance. Um, we did an episode on the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals and... Obviously, the SDG number 14 is uh, life below water. Mm. So what we, we will normally not see, except if you like diving, and obviously there's a lot of diving tourism around the world <laughs> uh, where people go and experience all the more than 200,000 species of that we have uh, beneath the surface. So obviously, if you care about those things, then you would definitely um, take your trash with you uh, but sometimes no. we don't think about it that's obviously the problem so <laughs> no, no I, I,
0: I agree I feel like uh, for me at least this topic is not something that I necessarily look up into very much yes. but uh, I think the most important aspect or the one that I that kind of has caught my eye is more of the premise of microplastics mm. and just how like the whole supply chain and just how everything goes ends up into the oceans and how we don't see them. Because if I may be honest, I went to the beach in Mexico this summer. I didn't really see anything much. Mm. It wasn't, I mean, in Mexico, at least the beaches that I've gone to, it's not very, you know, in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there are places where you, you know, it's kind of like there. Yeah. So I've never really experienced it in in my eyes. So it's very difficult for my mind to kind of like comprehend the uh, the sheer scale mm. of this problem. Yeah. And I think that's something, uh, you know, that when we talk about this, that you have to, in a sense, simplify it because it's such a broad ecosystem mm. that for us to human, like to really grasp it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. So.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. But uh, just, I mean, there are places where you don't really see it, what we're doing to the ocean, but there is this ocean trash island, this great uh, Pacific garbage patch where, and this patch is three times the size of France. I mean, it's not a solid island, like it's not totally stuck together, all the plastic. It's like water in between, so it's floating Mm. around, but the patch is three times the size of France. That is incredible. If you like, because of all the streams and stuff, it kind Mm. of ends up there. It's in between Hawaii and uh, California Mm. and, yeah just thinking about it i i cannot imagine this. I don't even want to see it because it's gonna like it's gonna hurt me so bad because i'm i love to dive i'm a I'm a diver and I love marine life and mm. i'm just yeah yeah and then thinking about it it's really sad
2: i think also another important point is that uh oftentimes we we as individuals we give the blame just to major corporations, which they do deserve their fair share of the blame. If you look at the oil industry, for example, um, the mm-hmm. oil spills, which, I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: that that is in its sheer capacity, like does a huge lot of damage to the, the, the marine life and the ocean. Um, but us as individuals also, I think we have to take responsibility and uh, m- make sure that we, we do uh, the little steps uh, to, to like, do our part um, yeah. and not just point the fingers all yeah. the time. And you know, as we've tried to establish in this podcast, uh, sustainability is all about the small steps, uh, collaboration and partnerships. And I think it's important for, for us to come together and start thinking about how we can make little differences in our specific like, lives or in, in, yeah. our way, in our little ways. So that's also something to, to think about yeah, like small things, yeah. you know. Yeah, and
0: I, etch- I agree. <laughs> um, am sorry. I know you're very passionate about this topic, so I just <laughs> yeah. want to like shut up <laughs> and let you talk at times, honestly. <laughs> um, but when it comes into plastic, I think that it's important that we understand the history of plastic as well. Mm. Because plastic was, was developed in a lab, but it was mostly the reason why it became so popular is because of its properties. Yep. So mm. pla- pl- plastic is flexible, it's durable, it's inflammable. So before and you know you can also put a lot of advertising in plastic. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the main premises why we actually use plastic. And you know, when it was created a hundred hundred plus years ago, we didn't know the environmental impact that it would have because these are not things that we thought about. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now when we actually look into the problem and they talk about, you know, recycling plastic and all that stuff, I find that to be very detrimental because you're still in a sense, you have all this plastic and that plastic will not go away. So we need to learn how to shift into either uh, finding ways to actually get rid of the plastic, either through fungus or, or bacteria, which was, there were some studies being done on that, yeah. um, some type of fungus that actually ate yep. the plastic, or mm. building a new type of uh, material which is similar to plastic, but biodegradable.
2: Yeah, I
0: think no. we need to focus on that a lot more than, you know, of course you need to remove the plastic first, yeah. but then you have to make sure that you have something that still, you know, covers the need that plastic has been given us. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, plastic itself is not a bad thing. And most of the people say, okay, plastic is the devil now, but it made our lives so much easier [3] having, having plastic. But now it's on us to be responsible or also taking into account for what we have done. And actually, for example, when it comes to Uh, protection of the oceans, there is a lot that individuals can do. Mm. So there are some SDGs where it's as individuals a little bit hard to do something like that directly affects it. Mm. But when it comes to ocean protection, since most of the people live in a country where there are rivers that go into the ocean or there is ocean or um, yes, um, uh, lakes or that Mm. kind of stuff. So we have access to something that directly affects the yeah. environment. Um, and
2: yeah, I also think it must be said that there are certain... Credit must be given where credit is due. Hmm. There are certain individuals and organizations trying to do their bit in um, you know, making people more aware of the, of the issues at hand. Um, and I think we discussed earlier about this organization, uh, for ocean that you know they do the ocean cleanup uh which is very good which is fantastic um and that's just you know a bunch of individuals i think it was started by a dutch guy i'm not sure Yeah, uh, a bunch of individuals are coming together and saying okay well, how do we make an impact how do we do our little bit yeah which yeah. obviously ends up being a huge effort yeah, yeah. and then you run with it so it is something can be done. That's yeah. essentially what I'm saying. And uh, we should look for ways to do that. So
1: Yeah. And it's so amazing because what 4ocean does is they not only clean up the ocean in like big events, mm. but they create community. Yeah. It's something they create value. They create mm. the social space. So everyone who's there and the events are huge and everyone is just so onto this topic of cleaning up the the ocean or the beaches in that case and That creates this awesome feeling of being together in this and it motivates the people to keep on doing it Um, I mean you can do it also alone I saw uh, I was in Falstabro and I saw this woman picking up trash She was had just a like a plastic bag though, Mm. but she was picking up trash on the beach and I was like wow, why haven't I thought of it? It's something so easy. She was just walking around picking this up, picking that up, and I was like, why don't I have a bag with me right now? I would have loved to join her. Yeah, it's
0: actually sometimes that like uh, an individual makes a huge difference Mm -hmm. um, because I I saw this video not so long ago of this guy that went, he went abroad to study and then he came back to a lake where he was essentially raised in Mm -hmm. and he realized how polluted it was. So he studied I don't know if it was like agricultural engineering or some type of engineering that essentially he ended up building maybe chemical engineering. He ended up building this solution that would essentially uh, he would go through like with a plane and just kind of like drop it in the in the in the lake, and it would essentially bring all the plastic up oh, and wow. especially microplastics up. And this this is recently done. So he cleaned the whole lake by himself just using this. So there are there are a lot of uh, initiatives that are actually being out yeah. there, mm-hmm. but I think the biggest problem is actually how to take this in a s- how to scale it up, yeah, because yeah. there has to be kind of like a, a financial incentive, that you would say, yes, no. because when you look at For Ocean, for example, and you look at their business model, which I have right in front of me, it's like it says you as an individual, then it has an arrow and says For Ocean products, and then it heads into four different departments, mm-hmm. which is global cleanup teams uh, mm-hmm. and new cleanup techs which essentially those go into the clean, the ocean, the coastlines with the events and the products, and then they get reusable materials and they get them back into the four ocean products. So that's kind of like the financial incentive that they have. And they also have, of course, education and awareness. Mm. So it's so difficult to take something to clean you know, and like spread it if there's no financial incentive. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's, yeah, that's that, right.
1: Yeah. That's really important. And it's really good that they actually have a, fin, a financial incentive that they say, OK, hey, we have products. They're made of um, recycled plastic from mm-hmm. the ocean. And I saw now in Germany, um, I think it was, I don't know, Knipe. they're called. They had a um, they had a bar made of Oh, no, it was not. It was called Nature Box. Nature Box, they had shampoo in uh, ocean plastic uh, containers. Mm-hmm. So people go for buying this one because they, w- they want to uh, foster this cleaning up from the ocean, yeah. the, the plastic getting yeah. rid of it. So if companies see, okay, the people are actually preferring to buy the plastic from the ocean that is mm-hmm. recycled from the ocean, then that is a massive incentive for the companies that they actually do that, that yeah. they invest their money into uh, machines that get the plastic out of the ocean.
2: Yeah. Also, um, I mean, we, we've talked um, about the impacts of plastic uh, towards the ocean, uh, but also we have to understand that also the, <laughs> the, the ocean like absorbs about 30% of the carbon dioxide produced by humans. So we mm-hmm. do need to Definitely take care of no. our ocean because it has a direct impact on us. It, it helps us with like living. I, I mean, trees obviously absorb carbon dioxide, but the ocean is like the biggest body or biggest mass we have in this in this planet of ours. Mm-hmm. So there, there definitely things that we can do, and we should do. Um, I th- just coming back to that topic. I know there's like some hashtag going on along now that goes not my plastic about My Planet or something, mm-hmm. where people uh, were talking about doing their bits, like, so people posting pictures with them in the, yeah. in the, like some beach cleaning up. Um, so, I mean, there are things that we can do, but in the greater scheme of things, I think also that once it's incentivized, it becomes everyone's business, which is a little bit sad, but that's the way that's the yeah. Yeah, that's That's
1: how the world uh, works uh, yeah. at the moment, it, so.
0: It, I think it's a lot about how to actually care for the ocean and like be in contact with it. Because it almost seems like it's this other planet. Mm. Like whenever there's things like tsunamis and things like new species come up and there's like, it's so vast for us to like really comprehend that sometimes we feel kind of disconnected to it. Mm. Mm. But you know, it's like, how do you create that relationship Mm. and awareness to be able like, to get people to feel that connection? Because if I go to, Mm. for example, the forest, I feel so connected to the forest. But if I go to the ocean, there I can't see below water. I can't breathe there. So there's <laughs> kind of like this... Uh, you can't? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. You know, may, may, maybe one day we'll develop some devices where we can breathe underwater. Yeah.
1: Well, it's called diving. No. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like,
0: you know, that you would actually evolve. transform it at the... Uh,
1: yeah, that you don't need your uh, gas tank exactly on the, yeah. on the back. Yeah, but that's what I love about diving. And I still... When I go diving and I go down there like divers have kind of a code so don't touch anything mm. don't interrupt the marine life don't don't touch corals don't touch marine life don't just be there and watch because you're in their environment you're a guest and you should behave as a guest you don't as a guest like a normal guest doesn't come in and destroy everything mm. so and just being down there and see how peaceful everything is even if you have a predator and the prey it still it still looks so peaceful and everything Mm. goes hand in hand and that's the good thing about diving but i have a i have a actually a problem with the snorkeling industry because not of the snorkeling industry itself everyone should have access but the problem is most of the tourist has been given a mask and a snorkel and they're like, OK, you go for it. Mm-hmm. So there is no teaching the people about, hey, don't step on the corals, don't touch it, don't break something to have it as a souvenir. Don't. And then all the people go inside there. There is mass tourism and snorkeling. It's 30 people on a boat. They all hop in the water the same time. And it's just yeah, really interrupting the life there. And then for sure, the people are using sunscreen because they don't want to get burned instead of just using a T-shirt or a sustainable sunscreen. There is actually sunscreen that is biodegradable and that doesn't harm the water. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more expensive. If you don't want to invest that money, then wear a T-shirt. Why do we always need to put all these chemicals on us and then bring it in the water? If you're just lying on the beach and don't go in the water, sure put sunscreen on as much as you like but this whole yeah industry around the ocean that is not about educating but just about excitement that i think is maybe not the right way to actually make the people value the ocean value that it's also life even though it's not our environment it is a really precious environment that needs protection yeah and i think there is so much potential in if all the people that go snorkeling are, uh, when they are on the boat, educated on it, and the awareness could be raised, then okay, they would maybe wear a t-shirt. They would not destroy the corals. They would use sustainable sunscreen. There could be done so much.
0: Yeah, but I sadly I don't think that uh, that will be done unless there's type of like some type of regulations that need to or something yeah. that needs to be tracked, mm-hmm. because. You know, it, it can be even a local just taking you out there and exactly. being like, hey, you know what, just just go. And those locals don't have the access to the information. So we need oh. to devise a, a network or a sense of, you know, somehow spread this information in a way that it's easy to understand. Yeah. Not give like all these, uh, you know, detailed studies or things that people will not be able to understand, mm. but just like really small steps of things to not to do. Yeah. Like when you talk about snor- snorkeling, for example, like if they have like a little kid where, you know, you have your goggles or something, just have some instructions in the back. Something that is kind of in mm. your face whenever you use these materials. So I think that's yeah. just one way because it's so complicated.
2: No. Also like, you know, there's clever marketing ways. I mean, if you look at the Greenpeace who is fighting about nature and stuff, they also have these ways of like cleverly marketing, appealing to people's emotions and stuff. I mean, I mean, no one likes to go to the beach and like, some people go to the beach to just sit and you know, listen just listen, s- yeah. ab- ab- listen and observe the waves. No one wants to go to the beach and observe a wave of trash and plastic. No. no, no. <laughs> <So> no. <laughs> easy and simple ways like that gets people gets them feeling and then people do their bit. So mm-hmm. that's, that's things we can do and I I believe that we all have to partner together, collaborate together for yep. this great goal of like protecting our ocean life. You just yeah. gave
0: me you just gave me an idea of imagining you go to the ocean and you can pull up an app that uses uh, it's called augmented reality to yes. show what the ocean would look like in 20 years if we keep oh, going wow. the same way so then you can just take it off and it just kind of like puts plastic and stuff and changes that because that would be very in your face, in your face. so it's yeah. important that we learn how to use technology to be able to you know
1: Get show to the people's heads yes. and Absolutely. show them what exactly. we're doing so uh yeah that was our little discussion about ocean protection i would love to talk more about this topic because (laughs) i'm really into it but uh yeah we didn't notice (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but uh time's up so just to uh wrap it up um yeah we should all do something as individuals to protect Mm. the environment we can do that by picking up plastic uh, where we go by bringing trash uh, trash bags when we do picnics whatever we can use less sunscreen we can also invest into products that are made by ocean plastic to give the businesses incentives exactly and
0: educating ourselves yeah Yeah.
2: educating ourselves just do your bit do your little bit clean up after yourself essentially
1: yeah exactly so thank you very much for listening yep and uh, yeah
2: obviously once again you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> on Facebook <laughs> and you can listen, up to listen to us on Spotify and iTunes and every other channel you can think of uh, yep. hope to see you soon and uh, thank you for listening yep. bye
0: Bye-bye.
1: thank you bye